Welcome to the Bamba and Tim podcast. It feels good to be back and recording one. It's been a minute. You know, we knew this would happen. I, you know, I'm in my last semester of college here. Nathan is in the thick of it at law school, probably the hardest portion of law school ever right, going on right now. Like you're in that zone, right? Is that a fair assessment there? A lot of people, yeah, say one else, like pretty tough. So you're in the thick of it. It yeah. doesn't get much worse than this. Academically, you're probably going through the worst academic, like the hardest academic achievement there is, right? Other than like what, surgeons? Is there anything harder than I think med school's pretty bad. Med school's I've, I've pretty heard bad. like really bad things about med school. You're in the S tier of but fucked we're in, up school. But we're in a we're in a very like, yeah, I guess yeah. um I don't know. <laughs> unusual yeah. place. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, yeah, we haven't had a chance to do a podcast. I thought I was chilling. I was like, oh, last semester of college, everyone's taking it easy on me. And then, boom, on Tuesday, I got a freaking, like, I got a wake-up call because I failed an open book, open note exam. It's one of the most embarrassing things that has ever happened to me. And I realized I need to step the fuck up. And it was laziness. It just, the, really, the reason I failed it was just laziness, like, I just thought I had it down. I should have just tried harder on the test. I just got lazy and I literally fucking failed it. I don't even know how that happened. I don't think I've ever failed. I don't remember the last time I failed an exam and I don't remember if I've ever failed an open book, open note exam. Like that's bad. That's bad. Um, but it was, it was like kind of hard to, I just, it was just a wake up call. Yeah. And now I'm trying a lot I mean, that's harder. the good thing about tests that's why i was like up so late every night was because like i was just like outlining and i was like i probably learned more in the last two weeks than i did like the whole semester just because right before a test you know like you review everything you it reveals those like gaps of knowledge you have you know it just sucks when it's something that you just don't care about you know what i mean where it's like yeah like, oh my God, yesterday was the worst. Because my asynchronous class, I was like, okay, I can't let this fucking, I can't let this semester take a turn for the worst. It was a wake-up call. And uh, so then my asynchronous class, I kind of hadn't even thought about really that much. And then I started looking into it and it's all fucking math. So fuck me. It's like math problems and like economics problems, which I mean, I probably should have known by now. Mostly economics classes have that, but it's kind of like, maybe it doesn't. And I thought after doing like the first two lectures that it didn't, but then it turns out it's mostly that. So, but I did it. I yesterday I fucking grinded. I got caught up in that, and I feel pretty good. Um, it actually wasn't that hard, but it just was. I just I just hate it. I hate it. I think a lot of economics is like, like that they teach you in school is like some of it can be really good, but some of it I don't give a fuck about. I would just uh, it's just one ear out of the other, you know. Yeah. How are your classes going though? Are you do you feel like it's very like practical stuff you're learning or do you feel like um, tedious? What's the vibe? I mean, it's like some of it's really practical. Um like learning how to like write like a trial court brief and um file an answer and all these things. Um but some of it's also like depends if you go into that area of law, like, you know, learning about like estate law for instance. Mm. Um that's like with like wills and stuff like that it's like if you don't go into that like you're never going to use it ever again i guess like all this will be tested on the bar so in a way like i'll use it one more time but i don't know i feel like it's they kind of do that so you also can think about what areas like you might be interested in has any areas stuck out to you so far i feel like i feel like property seems kind of cool like 
real estate and stuff like that it seems kind of interesting but it's kind of hard to know unless you're like out there doing it so it'll just depend on like wherever i get a job this summer and then next summer too you know i'm hopefully going to be working next year that's like a good thing about 2l is like apparently like you do have time to work so and you you were fearful originally that that wouldn't be the case right well people usually say you can work in your 2l year but they just say that it's a lot of it is also because you're used to law school at that point so Mm. like the workload is still there but yeah but you're like used to it i guess i I mean honestly i'm just happy to have like a paycheck coming in (laughs) yeah um i've been real desperate man that's yeah that's a huge element of law school huge sacrifice there that you're going through because man that's yeah i i remember just even you know it yeah just having not having that paycheck especially with a girlfriend i'm sure that's been hard to balance there um but yeah i'm glad you're hanging in there though but how is that is it like what's been like the biggest thing you wanted to purchase that you weren't able to and you're like damn if i was working i'd be able to get this right now I actually have a purchase and it's funny because I actually ended up buying it, mm-hmm. but I might return it. Oh so, no, so that's I, even worse. But I the have, guilt. but I, um, well, it's like, I, I like, it's one of those things where I just don't want to like use it and then like not have the option of returning it because I might need the money. But there's probably the biggest sneaker release of the year, which is the Jordan three white cements which haven't mm. been restocked again, like the Chicago's in like 10 plus years. It was the shoe that Michael Jordan um, did his free throw line dunk from the dunk contest, that iconic Jordan yeah. dunk. He had it in the Jordan three white cements and it was the shoe that kept Jordan in Jordan brand. So after Jordan twos, which everyone, I mean, you, you look up Jordan twos, they're ugly, you know, like no one really wears them. Um, are those but, the ones that are like black and red, the Jordan twos? Uh, there's a lot of black and red Jordans, but the Jordans who's there's it's likely you maybe have never even seen them before. You could look them up. Yeah. Um, they're not a very popular shoe because they were kind of a dud. Um, and the Jordan threes mm. were what kept Michael Jordan. I, yeah, I don't. I would mm-hmm. not recognize the Jordan. And that was twos. imagine the Jordan one as iconic as it was, and that's the follow up. So Michael Jordan was like, uh, thinking of leaving, thinking yeah, of jumping ship. That looks ship. like shit. Yeah. Where the hell is the Nike logo? They just said, <laughs> fuck the Nike logo. And it looks was, like a pair of Pumas almost. Yeah. It looks like a bowling shoes X Puma. And that was back when Nike like wasn't popular. Like they were, Nike wasn't big at all. So, so like, Jordan, it's like, yeah, like right now you think, oh, Jordan leaving Nike, he would never do that. Mm-hmm. But back then it was, it was probably like, a possibility. I mean, Adidas was so much bigger. Oh, you know, yeah. And stuff like that. So I got to be honest. Okay. So these Jordan threes are what I thought the Jordan twos were when you were describing them. Yeah. And I I, literally, I just thought about these shoes last week because a kid in my class that sits right next to me rocks the black and red pair of these. And I got to say, the black and red pair, I'm not a huge fan of, to be yeah, honest. Yeah. I like, they because they kind of like, I don't really know if this is the actual feel of them because I've never felt the shoe. But looking at them, they almost feel like like felt or like yeah. in between felt and rubber in a way. Like the look They're of leather, it, but... It looks, I, I guess we, yeah in my mind for some reason when i look at that shoe it looks like a child's shoe i don't know why that one yeah. i'm not like the jordan ones that you have those chicago jordan ones ooh, thank you yeah I i'm like jealous jordan of those ones. ones i do like I'm jordan jealous, ones yeah but, but these ones i when i look at them i kind of see like i don't know I, I it's not the same feeling as the ones for me yeah 
No, 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 but I and I feel that because when I first got into sneakers, you already know this, but like, you know, the Jordan ones, I mean, I've always liked them. They were like one of my favorite. They're still probably my favorite silhouette of all time. Um, and eventually I grew to like the fours and, um, you know, eventually I grew to like other kinds, like obviously like dunks and stuff like that. But threes have kind of grown on me a lot. Like threes have really grown to me where I've been like, okay. Like oh, shoot. He are- might've had a four. It's either a four <laughs> or three. The four and threes look almost identical. They look almost identical. The fours have like the webbing. Yeah. On it and yeah, I think he did have a three or but- he had, um, the most popular ones are like yeah, like ones, threes, fours, fives. Um, Man, I guess I didn't sevens. really know that much. Oh my god! Yeah, I might have been a five. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about now. Okay, I don't. I, lo- so don't I lose know. all credibility. Basically, though, yeah. three. Looking at these threes through fives, not the hugest fan of. Like the yeah. one, I see the one, and I'm like, damn, that's a nice shoe. The one is classic. That looks good. It's my. I think the one is definitely my favorite Jordan, but my second favorite. So are definitely in the fours and the threes. Um, the ones, if yeah. you see someone in the ones on a basketball court, you're like, yo, don't play basketball. On yeah, these. Yeah. They're so nice. <laughs> you yeah. see someone in the threes, fours, or fives, the twos, you just burn them. The twos but are like, yeah. I did not know he was there the entire time. Oh, my God. That just freak- Wait. Oh, my God. It's not even Noah. It's Sophia. <laughs> oh, my God. What the hell just happened? I was waiting happened? for you to notice. That's so funny. <laughs> it's like oh my god okay i need to describe what just happened (laughs) i literally see a a uh organism wiggling underneath covers and it's in the corner of my eye and i realize oh my god there's a person in the room with us like there's another human being in the room with us and obviously i'm like oh it's noah my first thought goes to noah he's always in here but behold it's sophia good morning how are you doing Oh, I see. I see. That sounds good. So you want to get on the podcast, what you're saying? No, it's good. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. She said she was socializing and she's taking a nap now. So I get that. I feel that. Um, okay. But that, yeah, was, that was crazy. Yeah. Jo- All right. Join back threes. to the shoes. Um, anyway, there's the Jordan 3 <laughs> White Cements, which are the Jordan. It's basically Jordan was on the brink of leaving Nike and Tinker Hatfield, who's the designer for um, Jordan brand. I think he still is. Um basically like designed a Jordan three and showed Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan was like, all right, I'm going to stay after looking at the Jordan threes. And it was the Jordan three white cements. Interesting. So those shoes are redebuting this year. It's the same concept. Like it's called reimagined. So they have like the aged look kind of like the, the Chicago. Okay, I do like that. The whole theme. lost and found, lost look. and found look. Yeah. And it shock dropped. So it, that means it, no announcement. It just came out. And I woke up. So you got the notification. I got on the notification, your phone. and I haven't won in sneakers in on the sneakers app in years, and I won for the Jordan Three White Cements. So, so I have them. Give me the I have give the me shoes. the thought process. So you roll out of bed, you're saying, and you see on your phone. What is your first thought when you pull up that and you see the notification? As a sneakerhead, you don't even think. You just enter. <laughs> so you're like <laughs> you're you're like programmed. You just know. Like, it's like you I'm see like Jordan in. One, Travis Scotts, or like whatever, like you know fragments or whatever like you just boom you just you just do it because you just you buy it first you think later because you could always return it you know nike has like a 60-day return policy oh i see you can even sell it for a profit so it's like 
it, it's a no-brainer you buy it and if you can't afford it you just sell it later so unless you, you, yeah. yeah so that's, that's always my thinking so i entered and i didn't expect to win because i haven't won on the sneakers app i've been like oh and 40 or something yeah you know, 50 who knows and i won and now the shoes are just under my bed but they're dead stocked where i could just sell them if um i've never worn them but i'll sell them if i can't afford keeping them like if i if my how much could you sell them for and how much did you buy it for i could sell i bought them for um 220 well they're 210 and then which tax it's like 228 and then you could sell it for like 400 or something so oh wow yeah so that- but but like i i don't want to sell them but you know um i will if like so I need theoretically the you could sell them and then you could buy another pair of shoes that are like 200 bucks for free yes but the thing is um like they, these things sell out so it's like not guaranteed that if i re-entered for them because there's a shock drop and there's the official drop on i think six days from now is the official drop but oh, i but i already I like i already got them so I don't really want to enter in the official drop. I don't know. We'll see. And then it, and then you also don't. That's also the, the retail the resale price right now. Like if there's more pairs that come into, it might change the price. It yeah. Might drop. So I don't know. I mean, how do you resell them now? Because I thought you were saying there was that whole controversy and like you never know if they're authentic or not. Is there is there? It's a still player? yeah. It's funny because that thing whole that whole thing happened and then uh, like nothing came out of it. Like people still buy on StockX and people i i don't because i think it's i think it's it's too much of a risk to spend that much money and might not even get like the authentic shoe so they're slowly building back trust is kind of what's happening i don't i don't think so i think they literally just changed it to say they're not authentic anymore they just said oh we they said we're 100 100 like look at each shoe or something like that it doesn't say 100 authentic it says 100 inspected they change like the words so that they it Can't doesn't get sued. Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, they're in a lawsuit yeah. right now, with right? Nike, but wow. I don't know. I mean, I I don't really buy resale. That that's not that's another thing too. So, but you could sell it on there and you could get that price. So yeah. that's good. At least it gives you an option as a you know having a shoe collection is selling. Yeah. So if I basically I'm just gonna wait till I I get a real job and then if you know that money keeps coming in then I I could be like wear it. But right now it's just under my bed, like um, it's in shoe purgatory. It's in shoe purgatory. Yeah, it's uh, I might not be able to wear it, but it's there. I have the shoe technically. Man, you make me feel so much better about my golf shit. Let yeah. me tell you, because you got your <laughs> shoe shit and I got my golf shit. Yeah, and it's like, and when I spend money on golf, it's like the same thing, kind of where it's like, oh, I'm saying too, like I kind of like I don't know. The key is like I think for myself is limiting it to like one pair a year. Mm. so like after this it's like no more pairs this year you know only one only one it actually helped once kanye ended his deal with adidas because now there's no more yeezys so that was yeah that's that's another one that like i love i love yeezys so you know now that there's no more yeezys you know it makes it easier because now i just have to keep up nike because i i'm not a big new balance guy Uh, new balance is also really big i'm not a big new balance guy i'm like definitely a nike guy yeah, adidas and nike are definitely i feel like make the best shoes like yeah new balance like is on the come up they've been like uh, a lot of like um a lot of people be wearing because that whole 90s like tennis shoe look has totally come back you know what i'm saying those like you know what like when we'd be growing up in like 2003 2005 like 
our parents or at least her dad would have those like those running shoes that looked either really boxy or the other ones that had like were like kind of reflective oh they're they're coming back like nike's uh, nike and adidas have announced shoes that look like that again so it's styles that's come all the way back so people are getting into new balance because they make those kind of shoes so it's kind of interesting like are you talking about like kind of like the meme of like the dad look where he's like wearing yeah. those cargo shorts and yeah. he has those shoes yeah. on that are yeah. kind of like a little flashy like yeah almost like reebok-esque yeah yeah I, and then new balance yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I see i totally get what you're come saying come back they've made it they've come that's, back like coming back for like younger people too yeah like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's interesting because yeah. i feel like it was kind of like a dad shoe yeah before. no the dad shoes come back it's crazy. <laughs> I don't have my like uh, grasp on the shoe game at all. So, but you have your grasp on the gadget game. I don't know if you want to talk about that. About you're saying um, with the Lark water bottle feeling stolen. Oh, and, well, this, and the, that's a whole different thing. The tech world right now, yeah. I can't really think of any new products. You know, I'll tell you when there's a new development in the tech yeah. world, and I'm like, oh wow, this is like some crazy shit. Well, but yeah. it's funny because before the podcast started, Tim was basically saying how. <laughs> Like he will introduce me to these tech ideas, and it his it will get stolen. It's um. It's not even like tech ideas. It's just like products that products. I like, and I'll just be like, "Oh, Nathan!" Like I remember if the moment even happened on the podcast, and I was waiting for it to happen on the podcast where the water bottle lit up, and you're like, "What's that on your water bottle?" And I was like, "Well, thank you for asking, Nathan." I was like, "It's a it's a Lark water bottle, blah, blah blah." I gave you like a little bit of a pitch there, and I was like, "I was like, oh, it's a cool water bottle. It was on Shark Tank." Um. And then I planted the seed for the freaking gift, for the Christmas gift, for the birthday gift or whatever. And I got it freaking stolen from me. Someone else got Nathan that gift because Nathan was like, oh, I want this water bottle. I was like, fuck. So it's like I almost like (laughs) sold it to you too well. You know what I mean? Where it's like then you told someone else and someone else got it for you. And then the same freaking thing happened with the Philips Norelco razor, which I was raving about because I did like – I literally got into like – the shaving thing where I was like, um, I want to buy a shaver. I don't want to spend like all this money on, I was like seeing all the ads for the manscaped. You know what I mean? I was like, is manscaped really the best? I was like, I don't know. I went on like this whole like YouTube journey of research and like Reddit and everything, like in the whole freaking shaving game and found out that manscaped is like trash. Yeah. Great marketing. Great. The best marketing. Yeah. The best marketing, especially how they do the podcast and everything. At least for me, I like could not get out. Of I my thought head. Manscaped was the best just from the aesthetics and everything. They made really they, sell it. A marketing branding on point. They and they price it really well too. Where it's like eighty bucks. It's like, but the Philips Norelco is like even cheaper and it's even better because it's like two blades in one and like you basically can't fuck up. And like with like the Manscaped. Ooh, it sound, there's some horror stories online. Let me tell you. <laughs> this Philips Norelco, there is some horror stories, and I've nicked myself one time using it, and it literally was so like... So how was that? What, what happened? It wasn't even bad. So basically, okay. all, all that happened was is I was using the... Um, I, I was using the... Uh, what do you call it? I, I, it wasn't even be, it wasn't even because of the blade. It was actually because of my improper use of it. I took off the safety guard, and I was using that to like get a clean shave. You know what I mean? On the um, you know the end, the one that has the the one yeah. that has the, I'm so you know the yeah. thing that adjusts. Yeah, the thing that adjusts. The, You're it's supposed like, to use the other side. The clipper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're supposed to use the other side. I wanted it to be a little bit more thin, like trimmed down than the other side. So I tried using that, and it, I was using it for a while, and then it nicked me. So it was really like um, user error, I'd say. It, it wasn't even like, yeah. uh, and it didn't even hurt that bad. So it was like, um, 
yeah, that thing you could pretty much do whatever you want with it, and it won't nick. That's you. what I've heard from my brother, and um, a lot of people know this. I think I've said this on the podcast before, but I, you know, really like my my scrotum. Um, I really like my scrotum being shaved, um, but I've never Hell found yeah. I've never found a worthy thing for it. It's always been. A I used to do the twist struggle. and snip before I got the Phillips and Rocco. Did you oh, ever do the what, twist and snip? What is that? <laughs> I can't even believe I did this. Now yeah, having the Phillips yeah. and Rocco, I literally cannot believe I was a barbarian yeah. for most of my life. <laughs> but I literally would twist it and take a pair of scissors and snip it. So well, so you can get more than one at the same well, time. Well, you had a fellow barbarian over here. Um, I was just going out with scissors, bro. I went. Uh, I yes, actually, before <laughs> Tim blessed me with this Norelco, um, I would I, my whole life I was going with um, scissors and not even like barber scissors, like just like office scissors, like just like I had a pair know? dedicated and to I the think, task. I, I don't know if you felt this way, Tim, but I feel like a lot of it is because I, I mean, well, actually, even for me, it's even worse because I don't grow facial hair. I don't, I don't even know how to shave because I've never had to learn because I don't grow facial hair, and um, it's kind of weird, kind of asking. You know, before you have a job and everything, like asking your parents, like, "Hey, like, can I get like <laughs> a shaver or something like that?" And they're like, "What the hell do you need that for?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mom, I just want to shave my pubes, you know. Yeah, like, and <laughs> you don't gotta do that. But I've never had that conversation, so it was always just the scissors. Actually, I feel like they don't I, train you. They're just its parents are not going to train you in that category. They just say, yeah. "You're on your own, son." <laughs> deal with the treachery on your that's like when i used to uh the standing and wiping that is the equivalent oh yeah that's the equivalent of parents not teaching their kids anything and kids doing dumb shit that lasts into their adult life which i did the standing thing was crazy i think wasn't it julian that broke the ice on that how he started asking everyone that question yeah i think that the the i think actually what made me even do it because i was completely open to the idea i never even considered the other possibilities and so yeah what I, I think i was watching ludwig or it was moist critical it was one of the two on youtube and they had like a dedicated video on it and it was it like was moist critical because i remember critical. julian got in that mode where he was asking everyone in his life do you stand or sit and it was because of him yeah yeah moist critical so i saw i saw it from moist critical and i immediately took his advice and I tried it and I never went back. Just like he said, he was a hundred percent right. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, but it literally wasn't like, I, 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 as soon as I heard the idea, I was like, Oh my God, I never even thought about that. You know what I mean? It's like, it's so weird how you could just go your whole life and something so basic. You just like are do it so inefficiently and you don't even question it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, cause the hard part is, especially with the shaving for me was I didn't even know how to shave, so I couldn't even, like, I didn't even want to, like, go get a shaver because, you know, I didn't know how to do it. So, I was like, I don't know if I'm even doing it right. Do I need, like, do I need, like, cream to put on there? And I remember Noah was the one who actually took the first leap as as brothers. And he bought this real tacky $20 oh, no. Phillips shaver. You can't mess around down there. You can't do no $20 shaver. Well, we we learned the hard way because we were just like sharing this shaver and it was just like nicking us all the time. And I was just like, I guess that's how it is. And <laughs> I never wanted the balls though. Cause it's, oh my God. I was too scared. Um, You know, uh, I, I was too, uh, too scared of doing that. It was just like all the nicks up above it. I was like, I have no way I'm... Because you hear the horror stories with the balls. The balls actually like, I think it can really bleed 
pretty badly if you cut yourself. I remember this one Reddit story that I read because me and you are always on Reddit, but I read this one story of this guy and girl and they were taking a shower together and he was shaving and then she was like, oh, like, let me help you. No, no. Get That's the fuck away. terrible. I, I wouldn't terrible. even shave in front of anyone. And then he said he wasn't thinking. He was horny. So he just let her, um, he let her help him. And she, like, no. she just starts screaming God, and he, no. like, sees, she, like, cuts open his balls, basically. Oh, my God. Oh and he said God. it's it's bleeding so bad. He's like, that part of your body, like, it doesn't oh clot very well or something like that. And he said he starts freaking out and they, she's trying, she's like apologizing oh and it's not God. stopping. They go and he said they didn't have a car. So he took an Uber. No. And then he said the his, his pants, the blood, the blood bled through his pants. And when they got to emergency room, they got up and they saw they left a blood stain on like no. the Uber and, he did, and it was at night. So they just hoped the Uber guy didn't notice. No. And then he was in the hospital for like, a couple days while they like had to like stitch up his balls and he There's said there's so much to unpack about that story too yeah. because it's like the one thing that i just thought is if you have an emergency and your your way to the hospital is calling an uber like you have a problem <laughs> that should not be like your method of transportation that is so like if your method of transportation is an Uber to the hospital, you need a better method. Yeah. You need a neighbor. Like, get a fucking neighbor's number. You know what I mean? Knock on your neighbor's door. Get to know them if you don't you gotta have Because you got to wait for the Uber and everything. Yeah. You, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And there's so many times where you're not going to want to call an ambulance, but you're going to definitely want to rush your ass there. You know what I mean? Like, these people's only two options are waiting for an Uber or paying, like, 10 grand. You know what I mean? Like, this is the only... There's no in-between. Well, I guess what that story's lesson was, was that you just got to be really careful about who shaves your balls. I blame the guy, dude. Um, it's not the girl's fault. She just was asking. Yeah, she, and, and, and girls don't have, like, a part like that that, like, is literally a different kind of skin. It's a lot softer. It's a lot more delicate. And it, it I guess it cuts very easily, and it doesn't clot as easily. So if you make a, make a mistake there, it will, like, bleed for a while. So that's why I was, like, I was very hesitant, and I remember asking... Um, you know, as, as a, as a man does asking my fellow, um, you know, my fellow people, uh, mm. how do, how do we go about this? And Tim had a great idea, which was the Phillips Norrell Co. And Noah was even like, I was, it's funny cause we had that shaver and Noah was like, dude, um, cause he did his own research and he got the Norrell Co. And he was like, this thing is a game changer. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And as I was reaching for our old shaver, Noah was like, dude, get your hands away from that thing, dude. That thing's like rusting and stuff, bro. You, I'm surprised you haven't gotten <laughs> infected yet. And I was like, oh, damn. So I like, we threw it away. Oh, man. And Good. Um, you should burn it. And then I was just was like, dude, I really want Norco, but this already like, I was already in law school, so I didn't have a job. Yeah. And I was like, I just really want it. And then Tim and Noah just both knew my problems we were both uh and i'm the one who recommended the norelco to noah right is that what happened i don't, I don't or, remember i but, feel like i texted him about but it. that i wouldn't be surprised i want to confirm that i want to see i feel like i, I know the I, debate I is the norelco versus the one blade i did hear that yes that that is a debate but in my opinion the the duality of the norelco pu pushes it way over the edge way over the edge in my opinion and i've heard like more views on the norelco too like um the one blade yeah. is just one blade. The Norelco is a two-in-one beast of a package. I think Norelco, at least in my experience, so uh, Tim 
got me the and i'm actually using yours by the way the one that i use right now is the one you got me damn right so i used <laughs> tim's no go noah returned his um and um yep yep i i, I recommended it to noah <laughs> and he's he took my recommendation so not only did he ask my advice noah came to me asked my advice got the recommendation but he that sabotaging son of a bitch also freaking <laughs> went and took my gift that's shade so, right there that is shade yeah Sorry. it was it, i know no, but no no you. no but it was i i, I can't I, I don't know about you but i can't Fuck speak him. highly enough about this product um i cannot can, speak highly enough about this product if you are yeah. a male w- listening to this and you don't have the phillips Norelco, shame on no, you. no it and it, and the thing is i didn't believe no one was like oh you could like shave your balls with it and i was like no no way because i would always have to manually cut down there and kind of like what you're saying yep. um yep. but yeah no it's not you can actually shave down there and i um it's scary (laughs) you have to build trust you you have have to build build trust it's like a relationship like you like you try you start out and you're as far away as possible you put that thing to the highest setting you know what i mean the the 11 millimeters yeah you're like and then you bring it down you bring it down and then you realize and you're in heaven yeah you're like yeah no and it's funny because no was like because i obviously like you know you want that clean trim so you go on the trim side or whatever and then i was telling Noah, i was like dude this looks like really scary and then he was like no like and apparently the norelco actually is weird because you go against the grain that's actually yeah. how it shaves which is very not normal but i was like no i was like dude i'm you're sure i'm not gonna nick myself he's like bro like i literally go like ham with it at this point like i've never gotten nicked and i'm like that's crazy yeah they basically can't say that on the youtube reviews too yeah that's the thing that got me is this guy like the that pushed me over the edge too is this reviewer he was like i i don't want to say this but i've been using it and i've never gotten nicked and i've used it for two years and i was like i like bought it i was like okay there you go boom and i was like really i was like yeah because it's a it's a sucky feeling as someone who's had that happen the pubic area many times i've had it happen many times as well it's not, many, not a fun many incidents experience. down there i wanted to ask also have you and sophia had an incident where she's accidentally like hit you or something in the balls and like that situation is happening? um i don't remember i feel like you know as a guy you got hit in the balls not so many times but enough times where you kind of just think like it's kind of happened i feel like i feel like it has I really, I feel like it has, but it was yeah. unintentional. It was like, yeah. I think it, I think it has, but it was never like that hard. I've gone hitting the balls a lot harder playing basketball that like where, like I remember when I played with the, the guys, um, a year and a half ago, I think it was like, I literally couldn't play for like, like at least 20 minutes cause I got hit in the balls and I yeah. felt sick to my stomach. That's what people don't realize is when you get hit in the balls, you feel nauseous it's very strange. You'd think it feels like a bruise, but it's it's actually very sensitive. I don't know why it makes you feel that way, but you feel like throwing up. Absolutely. I don't know. It's very like... Absolutely. Playing baseball so, as a catcher, I've mm-hmm. had some moments where a baseball hits you in the balls, and Oof. that is... Even with a cup on, sometimes the cup isn't in that perfect position, you know? And the cup technology is like very not that good. Like a cup is not the best protection, in my opinion. They had this cup come out when i was playing that was a game changer called the nutty buddy and i think after it had inserts for the balls it was amazing it was supposed to be i thought that worked 10 times better once i got that no problem but every other cup i had before it's like it would give you like 50 percent protection you know what i mean Hmm. 
And yeah, and I've had some very bad days uh, playing baseball with that. But Emily, a few times, did nick me. I remember, I can remember a couple times where she did. And I remember that, like, she got, like, scarred because I was, like, freaking in pain. And I was, like, and I, I made her, let her know I was in pain because I wanted her not to do it again. I was, like, dude, like, you got to be more careful. And so now she's, like, she's, like, learned. You know what I mean? She's, yeah. like, need me one time in bed. She's, like, accidentally, like, flailed her arm out. Like, I've had a few bad shots. And, yeah, yeah it's, like. Yeah, it's like a. I think that's part of the part of just being a girl's like learning. So, how, yeah, not their fault. They don't know. They don't know. They don't know how sensitive it is. They're just it's, they have bliss. They have no weak spot in their body. They weren't given a a pressure point like that. So, that, so the, quite a. It's like almost like a um. What do you call it? Like the red target. You know what I mean? When you're playing like a video game that you have to shoot. You know, like uh, Toy Story Mania or something. Toy Story Mania on that, and then you got like that. Uh, yeah, I guess girls don't have like a a part like that. Like, um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously it would hurt just to knee someone anywhere in the body. It's but, a different feeling with the balls. It's like but a, the whole like nauseous, it's a weak nauseous spot. feeling. It's a weak spot. Although their body hurts themselves with like periods and everything like that. that is, so. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you don't even need like a guy to, to hit you there. You just do it to yourself. Yeah, that, that is true. That is true. Um, but yeah, any, any final thoughts, any parting, parting oh, thoughts? I don't like the, I don't like to even think about getting hit in the balls. So man, that's a, uh, but every yeah. guy goes through it. It is a shared experience. What's scary are the guys that get really hit hard, where you, you actually can't have kids. Stories. Oh my god, that's that's very scary. Oh my god, yeah, that's terrible. I've it, seen like some yeah. crazy. You seen the videos, like like the fail army videos of people who go like dude, into the. I saw a guy who was like legs into the pole like that. Like, dude, you look at America's uh, home funny videos or whatever. And as a kid, I used to think it was the funniest thing ever of people getting hit in the balls. You know what I mean? On America's funniest home videos. Yeah. And now I look at those clips and I'm like, oh my and, god! And what's crazy is it's a fetish for some guys. Oh, I think no. you. I don't know if you know oh, that. Oh yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. A fetish. I have heard of that. There's like guys who like getting dominated, quote unquote, and hitting the balls by women. I mean, I don't understand that one because it's just. I don't feel like it's. I don't feel like I could be turned on when I have like that nauseating feeling. <laughs> I, how do I? How do I, I? I don't even know how to analyze liking that feeling you know what yeah I mean? like, that's I, like a, i'm kind of like do you like the feeling that you're gonna throw up i don't know i don't like that feeling they, they, i think they probably get trained it's probably like when, it's probably like getting venom injected into you you know what i mean you get a tolerance after a certain point i wonder if there's there should they should do like a study on that and like what what experience unite these guys that cause them to have you know that's like interesting thing about fetishes i don't know if there's like a if there is yeah. a kind of like a shared experience that kind of brings people together dude the foot fetish one is freaking crazy because what is it so the foot fetish the reason why people have like uh feet fetishes i guess for some reason is because like the part of the brain that deals with the feet is like right next to the part of the brain that is attraction and so <laughs> i'm not even kidding so people with foot fetishes literally have a part of their brain like overlapping with the feet and attractive part. I'm not probably explaining it exactly correct, yeah, yeah. but that's like the basic gist of it. Wow. And so it's an actual like, it's actually like they're, so, so when they see feet, it triggers that part in their brain. Like, wow. What's interesting yeah, though it's, is so it's crazy. I think a lot of people find feet gross. I find feet gross. I found feet yeah. absolutely disgusting. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that that's honestly, they're like, the feet are the shoes of the body. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. like a, they're not a, a sexy part my my feet i would like i would not 
I would not want to be near my own feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just, I, they're far away from me. I'm glad they're the farthest thing away from me on my body. You know what I mean? I'm glad they're a, yeah. they're a tool. They're a utility. Yes. And, but it's also like, it's so crazy to think that it's like, uh, it triggers that part of their brain in some people just because that's like how the brain is like oriented. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So yeah, they're a little bit like mentally disabled, I think. You know, uh, I'm just kidding. Well, well, I, I guess one one thing I wanted to say too was that um, one thing I didn't know until just a few years ago was besides the balls that you could get a penile fracture. Have you? Do you know what that is? A penile? Fracture? It's I, when I, you're I'm hard a, and I've heard of you horror stories of that bend, too. It can bend Snap. in half. Yeah, because there's no bone in there, so it's the funny part. It's a, called a fracture, but there's no bone. You know, when there's an erection, it's just a muscle that gets filled with blood, but you're, it's not supposed to like bend very hard a certain way when it's like that. God, no, it's not. Absolutely and not. It like apparently can like. It's like yeah. I mean, I've seen videos of it. It's very. Um, Do you tear the I don't know. Actually, I should look that up. What happens in a penile fracture? Just to like be scientifically accurate. Here. Bro, I already can tell you what happens, and it's not good. So I just just even thinking about what would happen in that situation, I just um, I don't want to be near it. Um. Oh, is a popping and a cracking sound. Ugh. Oh no. Oh, you need surgery. Oh God. Um, it breaks the tunica albuginea. That's. Oh man. Oh, it breaks the tube in it, like the whole oh, tube no. that forms that's inside of it. Oh, when they have to do the catheter, that's when it freaks me out. You know what? Huh. I'm, I'm not sure if it's, it's cartilage. It's a fibrous envelope that extends the length. It's a bilayered structure. What type of tissue is it? Is it muscle tissue? Like organ um, tissue? I don't know. It's I, an, oh, it's an erectile tissue. It, it breaks. It's a tear. It's a tear. Okay. So it tears the, the tissue. Okay. That was right. The, um, and the erectile tissue may also... Oh, it breaks to the tunica albuginea, and then the erectile tissue beneath it can also rupture. And it's like the spongy tissue. Um, it can also even injure the urethra, which is the channel that urine flows through. So it can basically, um, yeah. God. That's crazy. And then you need uh, surgery to close the tear. Oh God! So it's just a tear inside them. So it's almost like an ACL tear. Except yeah, except it's like it's someone like except it's like it breaking in two. Would That's you rather? Insane. Would you rather break like? Would you rather break your back and you'd never be able to like walk <laughs> properly again? You'd be able to walk, but it would like oh if you walk for too long, there'd be a pain. Would you rather <laughs> do that, or would you rather break your dick? That's a tough question. The back is. I, like, I want to know like what the recovery looks like. I do need the, to know for, more about the dick breaking. Yeah. I do. I do want to know more about the recovery. We we could we could do that later. Yeah, but that's <laughs> anyway. Yeah, yeah two. That's things. a question. That that men, is a men question. Men out there, obviously, be be very careful. Um, <sighs> if you're sexually active, man, not just to make sure that doesn't happen to you, <laughs> because that's very scary. Yeah, that's you gotta do your workout, you gotta do your exercises to ensure that that doesn't happen. You gotta make sure you're doing your curls with it, you know. Make sure that you're doing your, you know, extensions, pull-ups, everything you need to do. Make sure you're prepared and prepped for if that's, you know, to make sure it never happens. 
you, you sometimes you gotta you gotta work out to prevent the muscles. You know that you go to the gym. You know it prevents it prevents uh, yeah yeah injury. <laughs> so make sure you're doing those workouts. All right, pump those irons. <laughs>